Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, September 11th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Uh, today we're going to start off talking a little bit about TV news. So Entertainment Weekly had an article, a bit of a preview of some of the upcoming shows and questions about shows that are getting ready to start. And so I don't think anything in, the, in here is too spoilery, although maybe the flash part I will warn yeah. you about that. That that really kind of spoils the story point. But the the rest are more general information on the early parts of the seasons. So for Supergirl, uh, the, Andrew Kreisberg was asked if you know we're going to see more of Alex and Kara together, other than that that episode we talked about last week, the Midvale episode. And mm-hmm. he said that they're going to be involved a lot. Or they're going to get back to their season one roots in that. And that they're going to be heavily involved in the crossover. So Car and Alex are at the center of it through all four hours. One of the things we've been doing a lot this season is getting back to season one and really making it Danvers sisters centric. So a lot of what's going on this season is Car and Alex doing things in tandem and the crossover won't be any different. Yeah, I mean, I like the sound of that. I always like the storylines that involve Car and Alex kind of doing things together. Although Alex is pretty tough and she can do stuff by herself. And it's interesting to see that too. Um it's obviously more interesting to see them together. So I'm glad that they're kind of going back to that and really intrigued what they're going to do with the crossover. If they're at the center of it, I'm not really sure what's what's going on, but uh, that intrigues me. Yeah, I like seeing the Danvers sisters together as well. I'm curious what that means about the crossover. Does that mean they're actually going to be involved, heavily involved, like directly part of the main story and not just there? Or, you know, it could just mean they connect and talk throughout it or you know that sisterly relationship is important throughout it it could mean that so i don't know how to take it yet considering we know absolutely nothing else really about the crossover but i think it does kind of say that alex is probably going to be uh hopping universes wouldn't you say yeah yeah i mean this certainly makes it seem like i mean the only other thing is maybe i don't know like they get kidnapped and you don't see them because they're off screen the whole time or something but i don't think they would do that no this sounds like she's going to be in all the other universes yeah yeah the other the other universe i should say yeah (laughs) i I guess that means and that i've always kind of wondered if they were going to do that that would be a logical next step to if you know if it's supergirl again going to earth one if she brings some pals with her you know brings martian manhunter brings win right i just want win and cisco to meet man yeah yeah, I think I think everybody wants it. That's a, that's what they really should just do a one-off episode about that. Right? Um, <laughs> why not? Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that would be really cool to see. That's a logical next step to have bigger parts of the cast crossing over. That just might make it a little trickier from a from a you know story standpoint, balancing and juggling all those characters. But I'm sure they can figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's also a section about Arrow. So that each character is going to have a villain matched up with them. So Anatoly with Oliver, Black Siren with Black Canary. And then Stephen Amell talked about Vigilante kind of con- uh, continuing in that vein. He says, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but I will tell you Vigilante is a villain, if you want to call him that, for a member of the team as well. Yeah, this doesn't really tell us a whole lot more about Vigilante. And I'm not I'm not really interested in guessing about who he is because yeah. uh, we have so little information. But for whatever reason, this kind of made me think that it could be... Uh, I was thinking who Curtis, who Curtis's sort of nemesis could be. Um, and mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I just thought Vigilante could be Paul, uh, his ex-husband. So I don't know. That just... 
I, I don't know if we have anything to suggest that. And I don't know if Paul is uh, physically capable of that. He's, <laughs> right. a, he's a physical therapist. He's in decent shape. I don't know if he's in vigilante shape, but for, for whatever reason, that made me think it would be Paul. So that I th- I'm going to call that my official guess uh, as All who right. a vigilante is, but I'll probably be terribly wrong. We will see. On to the flash. So this is where it gets the hair spoilery, uh, I would say. But So jump ahead if you want. But executive producer Andrew Kreisberg was asked about Barry and Iris, and he said they are finally going to get married this season, and then it's going to be can they stay married with everything that's coming up against them. Yeah, so obviously spoilers that they are going to get married, but I mean, it was more just a matter of time of when this was going to happen if rather than if, I think, and so I'm glad that they are going to actually get married this season. Um, that being said, I hope that they don't make, I don't know, I guess I like these people, so I want them to just have a happy marriage and not have a lot of <laughs> conflict, so I hope there's not a ton of conflict, but obviously, you know, there will be some, and especially because one half of them are one half of that marriage is a superhero that is probably gone a lot and risking their lives a lot and all that kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think they're going to stay together. I don't think they're going to have them get married and torn apart. I'm sure they'll have struggles, but I hope it's not too much. Yeah. Um, you know, like this past season, there was a lot of drama with their relationship, but it wasn't really about their relationship specifically. It was about factors outside of that relationship. So I don't mind if they're challenged that way, but I don't want to see them I don't I don't think they're going to do that where it's just relationship drama and going back and forth. Oh, should we get married? You're a superhero, that kind of thing. I don't think there would be too much of that. But I think Barry and Iris can get through this together. And that's something I want to see because we don't really have many happy superhero marriages on TV right now that I can think of. Uh, definitely don't have that on Arrow. Right. <laughs> Martin Stein just gets on a wave rider and doesn't visit his wife anymore. So yeah, there's not a lot of that. So I'm I'm definitely cool with seeing Barry and Iris happy together. Yeah, we're gonna see uh, that kind of superhero family on Black Lightning, but again, they're divorced on that show, and so it would be nice to see kind of how how a married couple would handle one half of them being superhero. And then uh, the last part was uh, they talked about Gotham, and they mentioned that episode two is gonna focus on Scarecrow and how he impacts Gotham. Ben McKenzie said that people have to face their own worst fears and end up sort of embodying them and living through their own nightmares. It has a real fight or fright movie feel to it. Not a fight movie, not fight club or something like that, but a fright movie. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with here with, with Scarecrow. That would have made more sense as like a, a Halloween episode. And I think it's going to come right, out. Yeah. That'll be the second episode, which Gotham returns on the 21st. So we're, we're getting close. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that will affect everything in, in Scarecrow. So, uh, But, of course, with Gotham, they usually do multi-episode arcs, so we might get something leading up into Halloween. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool if they kind of leave something hanging and then he comes back around Halloween time because Scarecrow is a, a, just a great character because um, there's so much you can do with you know people's fears and stuff. So, And I'm sure they can make it pretty creepy. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Gotham, Gotham won an Emmy for outstanding special visual effects in a supporting role. That is one mouthful of a title. That's what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> they, they won that for the, the finale of season three, which was Heavy Dirty Soul. Yeah. That's, congratulations to all involved right. in Gotham. Uh, it, is, it is a well-made show. I, I know some people are m- mixed on the creative uh, creative choices on the show, although I think it's, it's mostly been positive for season three. But uh, it's it's a well made show. It looks looks good. 
uh, for what it does. Yeah. And the last thing today is kind of sad news, very sad news. Comic book writer and editor, long time, Len Wein has passed away yesterday at the age of 69. He has done a ton of things for DC Comics, you know, over 40 years. Uh, most notably, he co-created Swamp Thing, and he has worked on almost all of the main characters in DC Comics. He's, he's had an arc or, or something been involved with them somehow. He was also an editor for Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just uh, really tremendous at reputation and has a lot of good work that he's done. And he also did a ton of work for Marvel Comics and he co-created Wolverine. So, you know, he's been ar- he's been around in comics a long time and he'll definitely be missed. Yeah, he had his hands in a, a lot of things. So I'm sure probably one of your favorite, co- favorite comics that you've read probably had his involvement in some way. So make sure you look out for his name when you're reading through. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.